Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sorry to interrupt. We've got the most banging interview coming out tomorrow oh, okay. with Kevin Prince Boateng. Boateng. Yeah. Like you thought you He's saw, been talking up the thing. Listen, you thought you saw him talking on Vibe with Five. What we've got coming out today, uh, tomorrow, sorry, Thursday, myself, Rio and Steve, mate, he talks about Messi being late. He talks about his fights with Seardorf. He talks about Perlo telling him to shut his mouth. He talks about, like, honestly, it's he don't hold back. Guys, Make sure you set your notifications on. 5 p.m. tomorrow, it is going down. Go on. Joel told you what to do. Simple as that. There has been a lot that has gone on this week, to say the least, depending on who you support. Some people got wins and they're happy. You know what I mean? They needed it. Some people just tricking <laughs> along nicely. Some people got their first loss of the season. And some other people have just been doing what they've been doing since the start, which is taking L's. So I'm pretty sure you lot can uh, divvy out which one goes to what person but joining us i don't know why i don't know why he's joining us but he is he is he's had he's had his time he's done his show on a monday he doesn't need to be here but he is joel bear what are you saying why why are you here honestly yeah danny um you know he's had some he couldn't make it today there's train strikes and stuff right. like that it's really difficult yeah joey said yeah, yeah it would have been three you know? yeah. and uh <laughs> right i just thought you know let me yeah. just sit in you know oh. me and you were talking on well, you WhatsApp. can sit in you can sit in from over there yeah no no it's cool because we all have a whatsapp group chat that yeah. for whatever reason and I'm you can in. sit in on that and listen to what i have to say on that <laughs> yeah but i know Why but do you have to be in i out? love the take on that's what it is okay yeah. you could have watched it after yeah. drop a like and you know comment like what these guys do. yeah i'll do that again later on. yeah okay of course we've got um anton ferdinand as well How big smile on his face you good yeah, i'm always good i actually had to say to flex before do you want me to lead this after yesterday because he's like he's in a bad way distraught of course and good friend joey knights what you yes, say? yes what's happening good it's funny because joey originally <laughs> came on because you guys were going to carry on your argument about how are man united in a worse situation than chelsea <laughs> bro six days later <laughs> listen a week nah, is a long time I'll be honest, obviously we encourage everybody, right, in the comments to get involved. And I was looking at some of the five social posts when me and Joey were going at it. And oh. the truth of the matter is no one cared. They said crap versus crap. Yeah, they this said, is the they thing. Said, they we said were we trying to argue over who's in a better position, but that's the wrong phrase, isn't it? Yeah. It's just who's in a not worse as position. bad. Yeah, who's yeah. not as bad. Exactly. Wow. So anyway, back to so we wins, just so. decided to, uh, Joey doesn't know this yet, but we decided to call a truce. Uh, on, on that and move on because we've got our, because Man United decided to do a madness and make it unanimous but Joey comes from the boxing fraternity it's a unanimous decision yeah. that, that Man United just went to the forefront and they picked up two wins since that and uh, they're, looking, they're right. looking better than United so we got we got and that's not on the agenda today the agenda yeah. is five things that Manchester United must change so I don't know if that should be ten things I don't know, but um, do you want to start? Because obviously you got not off, really. Off, it feels like you got a lot to say off the back of yesterday. Mm. So if you want to start, go ahead, or join me to get involved in this. Um, no, I'll go. You I'll can't go. shy you away. Go. You can't shy away. Five things that need to change. Well, let's start at mentality. 
let's just start mentality accountability. Firstly, the mentality of the players is disgraceful. It's disgusting. It's laughable at the moment. They can't handle emotional highs. They can't handle emotional no, no, lows. They're in, they're in highly emotional states during the game of key periods, i.e. you've just scored. They don't know how to handle that emotion, i.e. you've just conceded. They don't know how to handle that emotion. And mistakes are creeping into every single match. By, that, the, way, by the way, they're on. the basics. They're as as a professional, they are the basics. When you score, when you concede, there's protocols after that. That runs through a team, yep. or should do anyway. Yeah, where you're told, okay, we've just scored. Keep it tight, right, and keep the ball in their final third, away from because you become when you score the adrenaline. It makes you vulnerable. It makes you start thinking of you can think of other things, which is why stuff happens where people make mistakes and they can see straight away. So there's there is actual protocols that you have in a dressing room that when you can see the goal. What do we do for the next five, 10 minutes? Mm. But Man United this season, after every single time of scoring or conceding, have, have self-imploded. So many mistakes. So that's the first thing I'd say is, is the mentality. Can you change. give us examples? So, for example, if you're looking at Arsenal, we scored. Rashford, fantastic goal. Three or four minutes later, the famous clip, yeah, Flex knew it was going to happen, whatever. Odegaard's got the ball in the back of the net. Same game, we thought we'd won it. Close offside, stabilise, get out of there with a point. You know what? Not bad. Concede. Even against Wolves, yeah, you didn't actually concede, but look at the amount of opportunities you give them after Right? Um, Brighton, we concede after playing well for 20 minutes, we concede, yeah? I'm not going to say against a run of play because Brighton are good. They just mm. had a good move and they scored. Yeah. We thought we'd scored for 1-1. One, one. The ball was out of play. Emotion, emotion, highly charged emotional point of the game. How do you how do you respond? Concede within a couple of minutes of thinking you've scored. Last night, I'll say it again, 20 minutes in, 17 minutes in, Rashford to Hoyland, fantastic goal. Dallo, one ball from Davinson Sanchez of all people. One lofted ball through, decision-making, can't handle it. Get the game to 2-1 up, fantastic second half. You score 2-1, Rasmus Hoyland, fantastic goal. What do you do? Not manage the game emotionally correctly. Onana comes out and flaps at the ball, goes look at the Galatasaray player. He misses. Warning number one. Handle, in that moment there, when there's been warning number one, handle the emotions. Keep the ball, do the right things. What happens a few minutes later? Ball's in the back of the net. At 2-2, you're thinking, if you can just stabilize, go again. You, you're better than this, you can score. What happens? Don't handle it. Anana gives it straight to the player. That's, Icardi. So, that's, Icardi is... Here's another one. Icardi misses. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Casemiro sent off. So you're thinking, oh my God, sent off and now he's probably going to score. He misses. Andre Anana giving it that. He misses. And then another Sorry, emotional point of the game. What did he give it? What did he give it? There's no VAR replay right <laughs> yeah? Just double tap back and you can see what he did, yeah? I ain't doing that, yeah? Okay. He misses, yeah? He, he celebrates. So you're thinking, you know what? Even with 10 men, yeah? Ganacho nearly scores when we got 10 men. What a block from the, from the Galatasaray defender. Again, tails her up, manage the emotion. Two minutes later, ball's in the back of the net, 3-2. Mm -hmm. So it's a common theme. I saw Liverpool at Spurs, which we'll get onto a little bit in a while, down to 10 men. I saw Liverpool earlier in the season against Newcastle, down to 10 men. 
at Newcastle, what did they do? Stabilize, work hard, be compact, and still manage to score in their moments with 10 men, by the way. Then I saw them go down to nine men. What did Klopp do? Went to a back five, put three midfielders there. And they looked very, very stable, like they were going to get a draw. It's just unlucky. You know what? Because you Matic. do that in training. Right. You, you so Man United, so is this a long-winded answer? We're only on number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two, <laughs> ruthlessness. Eric Ten Hag needs to be even more ruthless than he already is. He's now at a crossroads. How where, more ruthless can you be? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you why. Sancho's at home. Sancho's at home when, when he's probably yeah. not the only one that's trading yeah. bad. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. end of the day, he's flipping. He's done everything he can. What no, do you mean you don't, he needs you to don't be more get to, No, you don't get to a certain he's ruthlessness. He's got rid of David De Gea yeah. in an unemotional way. Yeah. yeah, cool. What are you talking about? Great. The, all these things can, can mutually coexist. Just because one thing happens, it doesn't mean he has to stop on the other end. The, your, your man, the manager being ruthless doesn't just stop after you make a few big decisions. If more decisions need to be made, Ronaldo, you mate. need what to make them. About? Yeah, great, good, yeah, good. What I'm talking about is here and now. He's not here anymore, is he? So that's that with what he's going on here. Marcus Rashford is not playing very well, but he, doesn't, he doesn't want to take that on. Bruno got, is not playing very I've well. I've got a question for you. Go on. Marcus Rashford. Yeah. When is it we're going to stop talking about potential and start looking at him at his age now? He now, should. He now. should be. He should be spoken about as he. He was spoken about as a, as a youngster. He could be one of the best. Well, he showed last season that he still is one of the best when he's playing he, well. He is last four, season. He is for four months of the year. That's what. He, that's what I think he'll always be. And I don't even. I know it is disrespectful, but I don't even mean that in the worst way. I just think he's a purple patch player. I think he'll have half a season every year where he's just absolutely on fire, and you, and you know you just have times like now when it just sort of dulls down. And Ten Hag is now in a position, right? And this is of his own doing and you're the manager. But from his point of view, this is how I see it. He is afraid to tackle the Rashford and Bruno situation of them playing badly. Because if he does in this moment with all that's gone on and he loses them to, hmm. he's in trouble. But the way he's taken that's off Rashford- smart though, isn't it? Kind of, but when the results ain't going well, not really. Do you know what I'm this saying? So then what because, do you do then? Because he's, he's so taken off Rashford Earlier each time, flex. But so this, is, this is my sorry, Joe. This is this is my thing. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. You're saying about him tackling this situation wrongly in terms of he ain't ad addressing that Rashford's playing rubbish and so is Bruno and he need to come out of the team and he's shoehorning Bruno yeah, in and, as he's, well. and he's shoehorning Bruno in. Mm. But what I'm saying to you. As he dealt with the Sancho situation right, you can't have it both ways that he's dealt with that right and it's having an effect on the team, but he's, he's not dealing with this right and it's having an effect on the team. Mm. Where's he going to give? And this is why I talk about his ego. His ego has to give somewhere. And I, I would love to, and I think it'll be a travesty if Ten Hag does not see Hoyland and Sancho together. I think Sancho compliments Hoyland. We saw Hoyland's the type of player that which is like um, Haaland. In not, I'm not comparing the two, but I'm talking about in terms of his stature. He's powerful. He's a he's target man as well. He's an aggressive runner. He's a target man. Yeah. Like we saw his goal when he blew, he blew past the centre-back with good. power. That's what Sancho needs. Sancho ain't played with that in Manchester. No. He's not played with that. Anton. He needs that. Anton. Yeah, Weghorst. Anton. Mm. We'll he say needs so that. Anton. Say sorry and get back I'm inside not, I'm then. Not yeah. like, no, <laughs> I'm not disputing. I'm not disputing. No, but he's 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 <laughs> not, like I know we can go back to flex. Do you really think that Ten Hag should have brought it into the forefront? Whatever. Cool. But if you're Jaden Sancho, you can I, say sorry and get back I, in the squad. I'm go not and play with him then. That. I'm not disputing that. However, 
One's got to give. Sanchez right. never going to play for Man United again. Of course, but you, then you write off seven. Nah, mate, you're, you're 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 off seventy-five million. Joe, he's never going to play for Man United. Do you know why he ain't saying sorry? You know why he ain't saying sorry. Nah. He don't want out. He might want out, but I'll tell you why he's not saying sorry, because he is backing it at the minute that he's thinking, I'm here longer than you. How do you, how, how do you know that Sancho's not... He might be wrong in this, but he's probably sat there thinking, you've lost a few already in terms of players in this dressing room. Yeah, no doubt he's lost to Harry Maguire. How much that matters, who knows? But Sancho's probably sat there thinking, you've lost a few already, one or two more, and the whole dressing room turns. And soon, I think you might be gone. But and I don't necessarily... That's why he's not going go for the Rashford and Bruno. No, go on, go I don't necessarily yeah. think that that's a million percent going to happen. But exactly like you just said there, there might come a point in the road soon where he has to drop even more senior figures. And then all of a sudden they're going, because a lot of these people, say like players like Anthony Alanga come up through the academy and whatnot. If you work with someone every day, and if they've always worked for that same company, that same business, you're going to have close bonds with them. They've let them go. Harry Harry Maguire, whatever he does on the pitch, he might be popular in the dressing room. Now Jaden Sancho. And Sancho is probably sitting there thinking nine out of 10 times, who lasts longer, the manager or the player? Nine out of ten times, it's the player. The player outlasts the manager most of the time. So Sancho's probably sat there thinking, oh, right, it's fine. I said I'll, the same I'll thing. My time. I listened to Joey because Joey's had many, 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 many managers in his, in his yeah. time, right? And I was saying to you and Rio in the, and Anton and Jack, by the way, in the group chat, I said, I started asking a question. Rah, do you reckon Sancho will play for United again? You said, nope, no chance. I'm like, but if Ten Hag... Leaves if he gets sacked as well, and then and then you get in a new manager, and he's coming with the unity, and he, you know, he wants to utilize his squad to the maximum, and he rates Jaden Sancho. He's gonna say, "That's not my problem, mate. Mm. You can work your way back into the team." Absolutely, that's that's true, and time, time will tell if Joey's theory, which. I, 100%. It was that, my theory in the can, WhatsApp group chat, but you ignored me when yeah, it was Yeah, because me. I don't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> because, because I don't think Tenar's going to get sacked. Really? I don't. I don't think he's going to get sacked. Okay. Another person I have to talk about, though, I have to, is Andre Onana. Wait, wait, wait. Give us the rest of your reasons really quickly before you start going. Is he your third reason or fourth? What is he? Ten Hag signings. Recruitment. Mm. Recruitment. Okay, so that's free. Recruitment okay. is free. This is where he's in trouble. Sorry, yeah. this is where Tonal's That's what I'm saying. I feel trouble. like we could just do a whole show on it. I'm trying I'm trying to make it not be that. I know, but I'm just, just saying. Like, just yeah. Give me this... your points. So you cause you've done two you've done three. Yeah. Give me the rest of your two then. Uh so after the recruitment, obviously injuries need to help. Yeah. This ain't in order, by the way, is it? No. Nah. Okay. And ownership needs to change. Because realistically, until... He's blaming the no, owners! No, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's just being realistic. Until... Man United is so rotten, yeah, that until there is a whole reset, and I mean from right at the top, top. we could sack Ten Hag tomorrow. And I could tell you now, mm-hmm. Man United will go to Brighton mm-hmm. or someone like that mm-hmm. and say, give us Deserby. Brighton will go, ha, we've been here before with Potter, 40 million. Get him out mid-contract, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. And, and, and Deserby will walk into Man United, get a tune out of some players for a little bit, want to undo the stuff that Ten Hag's done, bring in some other players, and it'll all fall to shit within mm-hmm. a certain amount of time mm-hmm. under this ownership. So I'm not doing the, 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 the feel sorry for us because of the owners thing, because essentially I've just been in, been telling you guys about what's happening now. There's nothing to do with it, Blazers. But overall, yeah. the structure of that football club is rotten from the top all the way through down to at Carrington, all the way down to to a match day, all the way down to anything. But just quickly on, on Andre Onana as well. 
and again, this is another reason why Ten Hag is in a bad position because like you said, Anton, a lot of the decisions that he's made have been praised. Fair enough, how you dealt with a lot of things. You know, a few months ago, we were saying how well he's done in his first season, considering a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I give him credit for that. Don't get a free pass. You said, and Man United fans, me included, I'm not above this, that's time for De Gea to leave. He's making too many mistakes and even the shot stopping element is gone. And he's just throwing it in the net now. Let's move on. I was part of that. Took me ages to get there. It was the West Ham game, ironically, yeah. where I went, yeah, we can't, we can't move forward like this. What yet. are you saying? You're ringing him now. Listen, <laughs> KG said on our channel, he goes, listen, he's dropping him a little eyes emoji to say, what, are you awake? Sort of, are you up? Yeah, I'm not saying that, but what I will say is though, Onana, I am massively worried about him. Massively. I want to back him and I will try to continue to, but I, I would be lying if I said that I was 100% confident in how this is going to turn out. Even, even saves, even shots, right? That anything that goes within his vicinity, I'm worried that he's not going to save it. You look at you look at some of the goals that have gone in where he's near it. His whole technique, I'm not a goalkeeping expert, his whole technique of even how he dives to get near a ball, it just looks off. And every single goal that's scored, you look at it, and your first thought is, ooh, that, that, that looks a bit off. That looks off. I had a conversation, yeah, with Peter Schmeichel before the game. That's our legend. That's, do you know what I mean? Depending on what Man United fan you talk to, he's the greatest goalkeeper of all time or it's Van der Sar. Of course, Alex Stepney back in the day, but yeah. it's Schmeichel yeah. or it's Van der Sar, yeah? yeah? And he said to me, Flex, he's got a lot to prove, put it that way. That was before. And he was explaining to me about some of the saves and the mechanics of like how he hasn't got there and it looks doesn't look quite right. That was before the game. And then you see that on top of the evidence that we've seen before, you, then you're looking for this emphasis on distribution. I'm sorry, have you, we're worse. We're worse. So I'm not writing him off, but I am massively, massively worried that that move and that decision to get rid of De Gea and Dean Henderson and bring in Bayern Deer and Onana could go down as one of the biggest downgrades we've ever seen. You know, when you said, yeah, De Gea had to leave. Yeah. Leaves the word there that I think like, well, hold on. He's still without a club now, yeah? So it's not like he's gone on to play first team football anyway. Could he have not sat on a bench? Could you have not still got Anana in and then had De Gea there? Because ultimately, like... I'm looking at Anana. He looks like... And look, what do we know? We don't know what's going on inside people's heads, but he looks emotionally immature. Like, I was mentioning the point before, yeah, about the hammering. I know it's pre-season, but the hammering, he gave Harry Maguire in front of the cameras, on pitch and whatever. And to use an analogy, it's like me in a boxing match start showboating in the first and second round when I know the opponent comes on strong late. He should have had the emotional maturity to realise, even in that moment, maybe don't give him a right hammering now because this league I'm about to come into, it ain't the Dutch league and even it ain't Italy, you know? I mean, there's going to be some sticky moments for me in here. Things like that are coming back to to bite him in the behind a little bit as well. Do you know what I mean? Because he's making howler after he howler is. at the minute, isn't he? He is, and, and, and proper howlers to the point where it's not even just bad saves. Look at this, 17 times he lost the ball. 56.8 passing accuracy. So that he, means half the time he's passing it inaccurately. This is what I'm saying. But so, that was his thing. That was his thing, wasn't it? That was the sell. That was the sell with him. Yeah. And, I said, and I said before, yeah, even when I was backing on because I want him to do well. Mm. He will not make one save this year where we have our hands on our head and our mouth draw dropping down and go, how on earth did he save that? David De Gea would give you five of them a year. Minimum, yeah, yeah. where you go, bloody hell, Man United got away with one today, but Dave saves. Look, yeah, look, yeah, look, look at that. Yeah, you I think David De Gea's um, 
mistakes that he made last year, it clouded a lot of your, you and your fan base judgment on that, on him. Mm. You know yes, they were big mistakes, get it, but you had the most clean sheets last year. But it weren't just no, that, but it, it weren't, weren't just last season though. It was like for the last maybe eighteen months. So I can understand. I don't mind what, moving him on. Yeah, no. I, I can but understand the choice of who you chose yeah, to bring in because of it, him. Yeah, it's you've, true. You've misprofiled him, bro. I, I think you. It's and, not good. I mm. think you and Joey are both right, Flex, because I think. He didn't necessarily have to leave. I think the only problem is, is because of financial fair play, you know, yeah. and what he's on, he was willing to take a pay cut, yeah. but it's hard to have a number two. He still would have been on big dough for a number two. So I think well, maybe you're trying that's... trying to say that um, Eric Ten Hag ain't Arteta and have two good goalkeepers. Is that what you're saying? I weren't before, but now I am. Okay. You know what I mean? But, okay. you know, we'll talk about I'm our goalkeepers. I'm surprised you didn't bring that up. Uh, but you got to remember as well. Like, what do you mean, mate? Their keeper's flipping, coming, <laughs> supposed to be number one. He's giving it to opposition and Lens are going to score. That's yeah, why I but, said, so they're like, listen, get Ramsbell back in. That's why I but said, like, transition like, onto But like I said, listen, man, you know, that was a blip yesterday. The difference is, if you really want to be serious, where United and Arsenal are at, at the moment oh. is no, you look you look at a game, Flex, yeah, and no one's made noise for Arsenal losing the Champions League because Man United has got so many problems that th so it's many. you might not make your group but make what it out of your group. Not? I don't think we'll get out of the group. You gotta be is it Copenhagen? We have twice? to be Copenhagen back to back. That's the next two right. Champions League games. If you don't to, do that, then forget you've it. You've got to potentially get a I say you need a draw against hmm. Bayern. That's, right. not, that's the last game. It's Galatasaray right. away. Galatasaray. There were 3,000 Galatasaray fans. Yeah, actually, more than that because they took over the whole stadium and took the piss out of us. But there were 3,000 <laughs> in the away end, yeah, giving it before the game. I'm going to tell you <laughs> now. I'm going to tell November. you. November. <laughs> Galatasaray away, Istanbul. I've nah. played there. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard place mm. to go. Oh, yeah, you have, yeah. It's a hard place Jesus. to go. Jesus. And with the Don't mentality and with the mentality of your players. Soft. Walking out of that tunnel, walking towards the tunnel, seeing on the the walls, "Welcome to hell, no way out." Oh, that's what because they're, they're sounds like Fort Park, because, right, bro? Because they're um, <laughs> Jesus, they're red and, and yellow. It's the fight. It's like fire, isn't it? It's the colours of fire. They said, "Welcome to hell." Welcome to hell. There's no way out in a tunnel. And you, they've got a new stadium since you. No, but, in that it's that, it's oh, that same stadium, stadium. New yeah. as well. Yeah. <clears throat> What was it like? What was it like? The the fans, the fans, atmosphere, the, the fans. fans. You you obviously witnessed it yesterday. Oh, but you see the way they they build up a team and build up to a game. Yeah. Every player has to go and acknowledge Do you the see, fans. They, they were doing this thing. They were going, oh, they were going yeah. Zaha, and then he, he runs he, run he goes like that. He has to he go goes, acknowledge. Hey, hey, hey! You got to do free fist pumps. Every man in the warmer. If they call your name yeah. and you don't go, they'll boo you. I looked at that, Anton. It's yeah. mad. I looked at that and I went. That's amazing. Imagine 60,000 people sick. doing it. Imagine 60,000 people, you're yeah, warming up. Do it, that's you're warming up, yeah? 100%. Imagine you're warming up and there's 60,000 people screaming your name, wanting you to come and give them some energy. And then when you give it them, if, when you give them the energy, they give you back. Mm. Imagine. They were going, Mertens, Mertens. And he was just doing kick-ups, doing the thing. And he go, right, guys, I just need to leave this little rondo. Goes over to the away end, yeah? And he, he runs, waving over, saying, I've seen you, I've seen you. Oh, Ray, Ray. I goes, is this, is that, have, they, have they won the game already? What's, I was going, what's going on it's here? Intimidating. And they, it's intimidating. I was intimidated in OT. It's wicked. It's mad. In OT. And, and then they took the mic because there was loads of subsections of, of Galatasaray fans staying in there partying because they'd missold the tickets. You know when the away mm. fans get in the yeah, thing? Yeah. They were taking it. I was next to the director's box, yeah? And usually the director's box is like prim, proper, you know what I mean? 
they were give, they were doing all their songs. Directors, what? Big Sir Alex sitting there, bro. Big John Marto and that. You man are just you're just taking man. a piss out of us. Even when they, so basically, so, Tash right away. I don't fancy. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you. Even <laughs> even when like say they win a game at home or it'd be before the game before they go in for the warm up, their main player may stand in the middle of the pitch and you do this thing and go one two three ooh. Bang, and the whole place goes mad. They were doing it yesterday mm. after the game. Yeah, they was. But they do it at home, player stands in the middle of the pitch. What were you feeling? Were you like, ooh? I, lo I loved it. Mm -hmm. I loved it, because I used to do it for Borsaspor. Mm -hmm. So I knew on both ends, going into a place like Fenerbahce, going into Galatasaray, the atmosphere is different. Mm. You're going to war. Fact. There's no other way to look at it. When you step into Galatasaray Stadium and you're walking, you're going, right, oh, it says, welcome to hell. <laughs> but there's did, no way out. I ask you a question. Did it say it in Turkish and you went to some? No, 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 no. <laughs> Welcome it? to hell. <laughs> in English. English. <laughs> English. Welcome to hell. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Listen, Different. that is a long time on Man United, which was always going to happen, but <sighs> it could have been a whole show. But let's move on. Wait, what's your next game? <laughs> Brentford at home. Oh, that's a, that's a tough game, bro. Everything, tough every, game. every game's a tough every game for the moment. Game, yeah, every game's a tough game, mate. Right, go on. Um, let's move on to um, the PGMOL. And, Disgrace. Uh, the aftermath of the Liverpool Spurs fallout. Um, they released uh, the audio the the highly anticipated audio from that absolute catastrophe um, of events at the London's at um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against Spurs against Liverpool. Sorry, uh, Joey. When when you heard the audio, obviously we all know they made a royal yeah, mess yeah. of it, so we know that it was. But when you see how they got to the conclusion of the wrong decision. What was, what, what was your thoughts on that? Do you know what? I just think like, where does common sense come into it? Because say, for example, there's a part in the audio where they realise they've made a mistake, yeah? And then they're saying, try and stop the game now. And they're going, the game's resumed. And, and you hear one of them going, I can't, I can't. You can. You're in charge. Whether or not you're breaking the rules yet, at that point, it's damage limitations. It's about how can I make this less of a situation? No matter what, we're coming under fire here. So even if the game has carried on going, yeah, and look, they can see what's going on in the game. They're very fortunate to be able to, or they could have been very fortunate to be able to look at the game and go, right, okay, we haven't had a shot on target since, yeah? The ball's been around the middle of the pitch. We can blow the whistle right now. Are we going to get hammered? Yeah, but does it create the same media story potentially that this is now going to create no and they knew straight away like we was watching the match here and I was watching it and I thought it was on time wasn't it but then even the coverage of it doesn't doesn't then show doesn't draw the lines yeah. doesn't show anything and I'm like they've brushed on from that quick. that was so, mad yeah, with uh, Gary Neville those guys that talk about things like properly yeah yeah and they weren't brought questionable. Up. questionable wasn't, it wasn't even brought up that half up. Like, no no it they, they spoke about, about it with 10 seconds remaining 
with around 10 to 15 seconds remaining of their broadcast time. Mm. That's and, and then they, you know what I mean? Oh, we've got to go to the game now. Thinking, that's the biggest talking part of the game. Yeah. With the thing they were saying about, oh, I can't now intervene yet. I don't know. Look, I, I know how I personally feel on it, but I'd love to ask you lot, yeah? What would you rather? Would you rather we be in this situation right now where we've got even Jurgen Klopp now coming out and saying the game might need to be replayed and say, for example, come the end of the season if Liverpool are there or thereabouts and there's only a point or two in it, that could be pivotal in how the title goes this season. Or would you rather that they made a bit of a blunder, the game resumed for a minute, which I don't think it has done before, and then the referee blows the whistle and says, look, I've got to give, I've got to give the goal sort of thing. Either way, it's a big talking point, Joey. Either way, Either way it is, it's but I think the latter of is the most hindsight as well but mm. even if that happened because it's something that hasn't happened and it's outside of the rules mm. as we spoke about earlier on right you still would have had like big news but I think what this has done now in, your credibility is intact though. yeah right. now I think the difference is now they might be forced I, I don't I don't know if they'll do it but they might be forced now to be in a situation where we have to hear what the referees are saying this is how impactful this situation has been now they now before they could say no you know following the referees we're doing x y and z but now the pressure is on them like never before so come end of the season or whenever they're going to review it mate it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen the, before you know what the thing is liverpool imagine liverpool miss out on champions league or miss out on beating man city to the title by three points or one point imagine it's massive Ima imagine this happened before well, when VAR weren't even there but imagine this happens mm. if there's going to be uproar there is going to be uproar because Liverpool will go to town with it mm. they are but this just shows you when we talk about and this I'm going to, to points off topic but this just shows you if you mess with a club's money they will deal with the situation properly Mm. that's what this shows you mm. yeah so mm. when any form of discrimination or something happens on a football pitch that mm. shouldn't mm -hmm. it tells you how to deal with it mm -hmm. mess with a team's money and mess with a team's points which is money to them yeah. and it gets dealt with properly mm. that's what because if something happens where Liverpool miss out on something because of not because they didn't get them three points. Huge. They are gonna go for it. Huge. Let's make let's let's have it right. They're gonna go for it. Hundred percent. They're gonna go for it. So I just think it's highlighting all these these issues that we're having in the game. I think it's highlighting mm. ways and to deal with situations. Mm. And again, use the word common sense. A lot of it is common sense. Yeah. A lot of it. Like it wasn't like Tottenham were. were we're just about to score a goal. The, get, the, the game, went out the, for a throw. The, exactly. Yeah, he was out there's for a no throw. reason why Liverpool you can't just it. go. There's no reason why you can't just go stop there. We need to make sure and do the check properly. There's no reason. There's there's no reason why they couldn't do that. And we was mentioning, yeah, like we, we're talking there about the most obvious sort of point, which is the Liverpool side of things. The ramifications go a lot deeper than that. Spurs are going to be in the Champions League race if they pip someone to that potentially. You know, we see exactly. it. I was saying this earlier. We see it in seasons gone by, long before VAR. Do you remember the the court case over the Tevez goal for West Ham that yeah. kept him up and whatnot? Yeah. Like, there's so many different ramifications yeah. that this can then go into, and it sort of just says the question, like. Is VAR making anything better? Like, all you're doing, yeah, because you're not doing... All right, yeah, you can draw lines, whatever. We've got goal line technology. 
all you're doing is shirking responsibility. You're saying, I can't, I can't make the decision here. I'm going to pass it on to you. But we've got no confidence that the person you're passing it on to is going to be any better at making that decision. So then when you factor in the way it slows the game down and the way that fans can't react to a goal and stuff like that because they don't know whether they're then going to get, you know, <laughs> taken the mickey out of because they've reacted to a goal that's going to be ruled out. There's so many negatives. And like any situation, when you have to review it, you've got to go, okay, do the positives outweigh the negatives? And now we get into a point where we're going... I don't know, you know. I don't know if the mm -hmm. positives of VAR are outweighing the negatives. Mm. Only, but literally because of incompetence. Yeah. Like the VAR is a video that just gets to show you what just happened. Yeah. So you can get to the right choice. It gave, it gave them the conclusive evidence to make the right decision and they still made the wrong one, which is, that's not even VAR's fault. All VAR is, is a, re it's a, it's a replay. I know it's a video assistant referee and someone's got to look at it and say, right, that means this and give me the lines. But essentially it's yeah. a replay. Yeah. So we can take our time and go, that's wrong. That, yeah, yeah. give, give that or, yeah. or give this. And the integrity of the game from that just, has just been absolutely. I just can't believe there's, there's no ownership. I just can't believe there's no ownership on it. But I understand. Well, that. they have, they said yeah, they, they, they it's human error. I'm talking yeah. about the person like, like, is there's four or five people talking in that room and not one of them has taken ownership to go, no, you're doing this. Mm. Yeah, because someone's... It's, someone's uh, it's like, like me saying, Anton, but are you happy with this decision though? Because we've said it wrong. We need to stop exactly. the game. No, 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 exactly. Go, no, 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 no. Who's the no, boss in on. there that yeah. needs to take ownership? No, but when that bloke's going, are you happy with that? Yeah. Why is he asking that question? Yeah, he said why is he should asking not it? be happy Why is he this? asking We've it? Because he knows it's wrong. Yeah. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So don't say, are you happy with that? Going, no, nah, mate, that's 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 not but, right. But, but you know what? It's easy for him to ask that question. Are you happy with that? Because if he says yes, now I'm out, I'm out of yeah. the responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No responsibility. Yeah. I'm now out of it. It's a blind lead in the blind yeah. end. Exactly. It is. It is. That's um, the problem. Get involved. Let us know what you guys think about that statement and the state of VAR at the moment. Of course, pretty much know what your thoughts are going to be on that massive game coming up for Arsenal for AFC against Manchester City um, they took their first loss of the season uh, last night against Lens um, the big talking point though is the star boy Saka he's had to come off injured um, a lot of Arsenal fans I saw saying you know this is Arteta's fault he's already coming back from a little injury why did you play him against Lens we got City coming up you're a Wally why did you do that um, also, some talking about the goalkeeper sort of thing, talking about not enough quality up front as well. Did you need to get another goalkeeper? Why didn't you get another striker? All of those things, Joel. Um, Saka coming off injured. I want to start off first of all. You said that's the first loss of our season, right? Mm. And I'll tell you what, it's also credit to Arsenal because during the course of the season, we've had some really bad results that felt like losses. Now that shows where we are as a club. Fulham felt like a loss. I was in a group chat saying, I can't believe we lost to Fulham, even though it's one point. You know what I mean? I still treated it like a you loss. down. I was down. Well, no, you were down the, after the North the London Spurs, Derby. Yeah, the Spurs yeah. one. I treated it like a loss. And that's because we actually have expectations now of where we think the club should be. So I'm not saying it's a good thing we lost against Lance, but it shows how far we've gone. And when you look at the Lance game, I think if you're Mikel Arteta um, and you've got those good bunch of players, the, a good squad, Good people, like you say, Declan Rice's, the, you know, Gabriel Jesus, all these guys that want to do well, Sackers. You go to the boys, 
There you go, mate. That's the Champions League. And if you've got a good bunch of players, they're going to look and go, oh, you know what? Maybe we took them lightly. Oh, you know what? We're not going to do that going forward. So I actually believe this loss is going to help us going forward because the way we smash PSV, you know, you they could be they could be thinking like I was in my stories on IG going, Champions League's easy. It's easy. But the reality is it's you, not. It's not. You, you away. Oh, you do love to jump the gun. But, well, <laughs> you do this is to... why I'm Joel Bayer and I'm here okay. and Mikel Arteta is over there doing what okay. he's doing. Okay. All right. So moving it on to Saka's injury. Is that Arteta's fault? Not that he got injured, but it, it should, uh, should, I, I should believe, Saka have yes. not started that no, game? No, yeah, I believe it's not just that game. I believe if you look at how he's been managed in the last three years, I don't agree. I've never agreed with it. I think we have great support on the left-hand side, where I mean players that naturally play on the left. So if it's not Martinelli, we've got Trossard who can play there as a, you know, as a, or he can play as a false nine. You've got um, Emil Smith-Rowe who loves to come in from the left. Um, you've got, you've got Reese Nelson who loves to predominantly come in from the left. Yes, he can do on the right, but you know, he's better on the left. On the right-hand side, I don't know what the relationship is with Pepe and, the gaffer, so I can't really comment on it, but I would have actually kept Pepe jeans, if I'm honest with you, because Pepe I feel like jeans. I feel like he offers something a little bit different. And if, for example, it's a character thing and the, and the manager hasn't wanted to keep him in, then fair enough. But if it's a, like an ego thing or whatever it is, then I don't agree with that because I think he is someone... Does he want to be a Saka understudy? I don't know. But I think the manager's got more leverage because of how well the squad is doing. I don't know how we don't have an understudy for Saka, a proper yeah, one. Yeah, even a young, someone, someone yeah. you know. And so yeah. that goes on to that. You're talking about, what's the next thing that you spoke about? Uh, obviously City coming up. City coming yeah. up. I think it's a massive blow now because Saka's not playing. But I have had the chance to speak to a few City fans and they think you might do us this Sunday. They generally think yeah. that we ain't got Rodri. Obviously, KDB, I know he's injured long term, but that's that's still huge. And obviously, back to back losses. Back to back losses. But at the same time, I asked one of my guys, I said, I said, Ben, are you, are you worried, Ben? He goes, no, not at all. He See, goes, why? Yeah. yeah. He goes, why? He goes, we don't kick until January anyway. So I thought... And they've won every game up until uh, this last little bit. I thought, <laughs> he's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I still think we're going to challenge him all the way. But... Did it give you a realisation that you are far away from them? I think everyone's far away from City. If you think about it, I think if this is another error where it's not the City I dominance... I didn't ask everyone, I said you. No, you, no, no I, said, I think everyone. <laughs> no, but no, I, I'm I think asking everyone, you. Anton. But I'm asking you. But I, I think everyone, This Anton. ain't narrative time, no, I'm no. asking you. Stop, why do you come hey, up Joel with this Sunak, thing can you ask me a question, please, Joel Sunak. <laughs> Joel Sunak, order, order, order in the House of Commons. No, can you answer the question, please? He's asking about your teammate. Your team. And I answered him. What did you say? Was I said, I think everyone's far no, away from no, City. Arsenal far you away from City. You take that how you want to take it. Yeah? Oh, Moving this. on. Look at this. Uh, what do you guys think? Joey, what are you saying? Um, Arsenal against City. Um, might, might be without Saka. Never know. Might make a miraculous recovery. Might still play. No, no. Yeah. Um, who you got for that? Do you know what? I would go City in that. I know it's the obvious option, but I was saying this earlier. A lot of people can look at the fact that City have now lost the game and lost back-to-back -back games, yeah, which is mad to think. And a lot of people would go, well, it's a good time to play them. I'd say when you've got a team full of mentality monsters, that's the worst time to play them. Do you know what I mean? Because they lost to Arsenal in the Community Shield. Obviously, they're, they're coming off the back of the Newcastle loss and then the... 
Who did they lose to the other day? Wolves. Yeah, they're coming off the back of the Newcastle loss and the Wolves loss. And now I'm saying it's it's wounded animal time, isn't it? This is where they roll their sleeves up and they go, yeah. no, we're the treble winners for a reason. We've won three out of the last three Premier League titles for a reason. And we're going to go out here and get a statement win here to show that, yeah, we're in the most competitive country of football in the world. And that's why you can take losses. But we'll just show you in a big game now exactly what we're about. And that's not discrediting Arsenal. I do think that Arsenal and Liverpool are the closest to two City, in my opinion. But I'd have to agree, really. I think between between all of them, there's a bit of a gulf when it comes to City. Um, and maybe in one-off games, it can change. But over the course of a 38-game season, you'd always... But one-off game on, on Saturday. When is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. 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 I'm saying City. Arsenal, yeah. the Emirates. You're saying City? I'm saying City in that yeah. game, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying City in okay. that game. I, 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 I think there's a leveller. In the sense that Rodri's not there, he's probably their most important player, and Saka's not there on. on so they might potentially catch not each other there. Out. Mm. I think. Sure. I think. Mm. I think there's a bit of both. Both teams, well, one team's definitely missing their best player, their most. Harlan's important player. not really firing like that, is he? Yeah, but don't need to be. But he's he's any moment he can just any moment he can just go bang. I'm that's why the last two games. That's why no one's taking him out of their fantasy because at any time he could just go bang. You ain't taking him out of yours, have you, Joe? That's a good point. You ain't taking him out of yours, have you? Yeah, and I think <laughs> <laughs> you ain't taking him out. Joe, jo, have you taken him out of your fantasy or not? Bro, let the man speak. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at Carry that. on, Anton. You won't even <laughs> And then Saka, obviously, potentially. I think, I think Arteta could be playing mind games. I think he could be playing mind games potentially. But if he isn't and Saka's out, it's a massive blow for Arsenal. However, this game depends on how Odegaard plays, I think. With not having Rodri, without having Rodri, Captain Odegaard has to step up. Like he did against Man United. Yes. He needs to. It's all right doing it against the little boys. We ain't, we, ain't, <laughs> we ain't nothing, mate. Yeah, don't yeah, try and don't try to. and look at mid-table Man United now. And this is for the elite. This game's the elite. This is this is the juggernauts going for the league, mate. Yeah. Like, so it ain't about Man United. This is about Odegaard doing it now because in North London derby he didn't play. I think, I think personally, it's going to be a score draw. Mm. Two all. Huh? Two all. Dixon a two-two. Yeah. Mm. I'd say for the simple reason I think there's goals in this game. There always is goals in this game. Um, both teams love to attack. Both, well, City off the back of two losses. Um, I just, I just see a score draw. I think the fact that Pep's giving you your manager and players to try and make a competitive for himself. Nice um, of him. I think he's gonna. Why is he gonna Because every time he speaks, I think, what are West Ham doing? You know, that's what I mean, you know. When he speaks and he's. I think, what, where are West. Like, what are West Ham doing? Hey. What are you doing? We're lifting trophies, man. We're lifting trophies. What are West Ham doing? He what are you doing? Find a way. You always find what? a way. That's my... He's doing his analysis. I'm following him. And he just. Finds a way. I just think, what are West Ham doing? <laughs> West Ham are living alive right now. West Ham are tro lifting trophies. West Ham lifting trophies, yeah. Now, when what we go on the street with Anton, yeah, there's more West Ham fans are popping out of nowhere. <laughs> Who's outside West Ham? Big West Ham fan. I'm like, really? Here? In <laughs> yeah, massive club. Like, yeah. I, uh, massive you know, club, mate. Like, I, uh, all club. of a sudden, like his picture, his picture request has increased. I think, get out of here, man. <laughs> but you had a quick question before we go, though. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. Anton. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe, hold on a minute. <laughs> to the viewer. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what West Ham are doing. 
Lifting trophies. <sighs> what trophy do you lift last year? The season still carry on. No, no, last year. This season. Last season. I can only talk about this season. No, 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 no. no. Okay, Let's okay. talk about last season. Uh, we can't. Why? Because we're in this season. No, because you didn't. You didn't pick up anything. <laughs> what you done was walk around with a with a baby one. That's over there, by the way. It? Can we bring it, Joe? Can you get that for us? Uh, all we done was <laughs> you walk around with this. Yeah. Ain't been this. out for a while. This. <laughs> this. It's bad. This. <laughs> this. Yeah. All right. Is the fact that it's still in, in the uh, studio? No, it's still it's still still here. Yeah, it should have. You should have really got rid of it properly. Uh, should have really got rid of it properly. So that's Just, what West Ham were doing, I'm and this it. is what Joel Bale was doing. <laughs> yeah. Right. I I was on a um what was it what's it called the tour the, the tour, tour bus, bus <laughs> with a trophy <laughs> with a little man you know yeah man? with my son and Joel Bear <laughs> was sitting here with this that's uh, what he was doing this so that's what West Ham were doing compared to last well, last year I think he showed you the difference uh, of uh, uh, just you. quickly just quickly though Joel before we do this last question really really quickly for me um I've got Arsenal for that so do I I fancy Arsenal I think I, it's, I, I uh, think. I think they're gonna finally. I don't believe you, Flex. Three one, three two. Flex, I don't believe you. I think you're saying that. So if if they if they if they do win, you don't get no heat next week. Well, how am I not? What's another stuff is doing me? No, because yeah. mate, if Man United lose and Arsenal win, yeah. you, you get mad heat. But if you said yeah, but I, I said Arsenal gonna win. There's not there's not much yeah. heat on you. That's why you said it. Mystic no, Mystic Flex. You know what I mean? You get I just me. think I just think this is finally Arsenal's You don't want the Miami. The Miami. I, I don't. I just don't think it's it. Arsenal's time to finally avenge themselves against City and get the W. I think City are in a little dodgy patch. I think the Emirates will be rocking. They'll Agreed. be up for it. Agreed. And I think they'll nick it. And they'll get Agreed. put in a full sense of security. I think if they win, that could happen. Yeah, hundred percent. That's I, what's gonna I, happen. But we're I think gonna with, we're going to see Joel with, uh, with the uh, the fake uh, Premier League again. Um, just really quickly, Ollie Watkins or Ivan. Tony, both 27 years of age. Ooh. I just really wanted to... I didn't know really Watkins quickly. was that old, you know? I know, and neither did I. Mm. I, thought was like, yeah, I thought he was like two years younger. Yeah. So you're looking for a striker, especially Ivan Tony keeps popping up all the time. Chelsea, I know Nkunku's injured and that, but yeah. you know, kind of looking for a nine. Nico Jackson's done okay, but yeah. Barroja's come in. It's a bit of, you could do with one, mm -hmm. yeah? Joey, who are you taking? If I said to you right now, yeah. you've got money to spend, well, you do have money to spend, yeah. Chelsea. Got a lot of money to spend. <laughs> got a lot of money to spend. You've got a billion pounds to spend, right? <laughs> Who are you taking? Watkins or Tony? If we're going purely on what, into they a can, corner. what they can do on the I'll pitch. Back yeah. you into a corner. Who are you taking? <laughs> nah, it's quite isn't not easy, but if we're going purely on what they can do on the pitch, yeah, and we're not going on price tag and whatnot, yeah. because one's more in demand than the other, and yeah, that yeah, means the price is gonna be driven up. You don't need a price tag, um, no matter. Yeah, you don't need a price tag. I love that, I love that. I'm very concerned about spending. Um, no, I'd go Ivan Tony. I yeah. would because, uh, listen, you're picking between two really, really good players and obviously it's easier to probably favour Watkins at the minute because Ivan Tony's not in a shop window with his performances, so to speak. But, I just look at, do you know Ivan Tony? Like I look at him and I don't know whether it's just because he's quiet or whatever, but I just think like he's got a cold mentality. Do you know what I mean? And I think like Chelsea have got a number nine curse, man. And I look at mentality as a big thing coming in, yeah? A Diego Costa, a Didier Drogba, that sort of player in that mould, yeah? I'm not comparing him to the two, but I'm saying mentality wise, I think he'd maybe 
cope with that sort of pressure of the reliance upon him a little bit, step up to the plate, puff his chest out. And I think that that's uh, that's something I'd look for. So I'd go out and Tony. Watkins yeah. be better for Arsenal than Tony would be for Arsenal. I think footballing wise, I think Watkins will come in and he would like do what he needs to do. He'd do you know what I mean? He's going to run. Yeah. He's, he's like a Gabriel Jesus, but yeah. maybe with better goal scoring ability. Mm, yeah. However, at the same time, I hear exactly what, you know, Joey's saying. I think mentality wise, I think... Ivan Tony comes in and he don't give a as well damn. Be at the big but club the problem is, yeah. is if it goes left, that guy's cussing the club. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is, do you know what I mean? Advertising like, himself. Adver- yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, he moves like he don't care. I respect so, it, he's his career. So, yeah, but that, and that's the thing though. Do you want that potential problem at your club? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? The, the thing that we've got right now, which is good is there's only one boss. Yep. Mikel Arteta is the boss. And I think that's the one of the best things he's done. We could talk about the football. We could talk about whatever. There's one boss. You what know? do you think he could overstep the mark? I'll tell, tell, tell you one thing. He won't be able to go Man United. Ten I'll want him out within a month. Nah, because we've got Oilham, mate. You've seen the kid. <laughs> You've seen the kid, mate. He's better than Antonio, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Big up he's better, he's better. Yeah, big uh, up Antonio. What happened to your boy, man? You say you're going to, you know what I mean, be... Be at Liverpool's, be a finish above them, and that couldn't score from six yards, mate. Listen, if you're gonna talk like that, you got to deliver on the pitch, man. Some I don't think right. Antonio cares because no, I, I, I was with him at an award show a couple of days ago, and he, he said straight on stage, "Yeah, we're finishing above Man United." I Listen, think, why do you keep? You know what the man yeah, says? You don't care. You don't care. Do, do you know what I the like man that. says? Yeah. Do you know what the man says? He needs to be. He needs his props because my man, he was not a striker. Was he a right back? He's a right winger. He's right a winger back, at Sheffield. Wing he? back. He wasn't a striker. My man's gone up top in the Premier League mm. he's, he's, and made that his position. Is that an England call? England, like, I don't know if he's got capped, but I know he's definitely mm. been right, called into Jamaica. Then he, then he changed to Jamaica. 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 There yeah. was talk of England mm. and then yeah. he changed and switched to Jamaica. Also, look how many strikers have come in at West Ham as well that are supposed to be yeah. still there. And, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and I remember I went to a game and I took a young player with me to a game. And I said, Mikel, can you come and speak to this young player, please? He's having a bit of, of, of a tough time with the club he's at. You know what his words were? Believe in yourself. I've had many a number nines come in at this football club and it's, I, it's felt like it's my, my time's done. We know what right he was saying, it's time to yeah. get my boot. I'm going to leave a pair of boots there. Yeah. I'm going to know which ones I'm going to take. Where he's felt like that. But he's going, you know what? I'm going to roll my sleeves up. I'm going to make sure people know this is my spot. Yeah, and the only way I could time. do that was believe in myself. So any young kid watching, believe in yourself because Antonio did and look at him. Absolutely. He's West Ham's highest Premier League goal scoring striker. Really? Yeah. It's mad, though, isn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah, big up, big up, um, big up Antonio. Listen, guys, thanks for watching the show. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on in it. Joe, Joel's just, he's being Joel, isn't it? He's being Joel. Hopefully <laughs> he's, he's kissing that on Monday morning when he's yeah. on Vibe with Five, mate. Yeah. Um, big up to Joey. Big up to Anton. Big up to you guys for watching. Get involved in the comments below. See you same time, same place next week, guys. Peace. Peace.